Welcome to the Shift Starter Daily, where every day my goal is to give you a nugget of information to help you get Shift started. Let's get into it. So we have made it to hump day. Hump day is a good day, man. It always is. I like it. I like the ability to kind of come and center up. It does. Actually, I'm not even joking. I'm just saying it's a good center up point. Like you should at the middle of the week center up. It's a beauty within the way you can live life if you actually appreciate the perspectives of just seeing life, enjoying life, appreciating life, appreciating your days. I think sometimes we go through the motions and it's not that we that we don't want to appreciate the days, but man, it's kind of like when I eat popcorn, I could take a whole handful of popcorn in my mouth and write them fine, but then when I take it kernel by kernel, I appreciate each flavor, each piece, the taste. It feels longer. It feels like the bowl takes longer to eat because it does, but I'm, I'm just as satiated, you know, I'm just as satisfied. Anyways. Here nor there. Today's conversation, I want to talk about something I do with the uh, the youth athletes that I train. So years ago, I had a gym. It's called Trucks Training, and it was this place that was it was my place to create a home that was like one I wanted when I was growing up, a place where I could get better, improve, and push. You know, and and I got to be the one that created this environment. I love the idea of it. And so what I do is I would train athletes. It was primarily the base. Train a lot of athletes, mostly football in the off season. I had a program called Heavy Hitters. Loved it put tons of kids through. Some guys went on to play in the Pro Bowl, to be quite honest. It was crazy. It was cool to see. Like, pretty awesome. Um, and so what I look at is, you know, I wanted to recreate that because I've sold since sold my gym in 2018. Uh, and even before I sold the gym, I was out of the fitness industry. I've been in the realm of, of speaking consulting for eight years now, almost a decade. And in this process, I've always had this little part of me that goes, man, I, I love those moments to be able to coach and guide and give back in an area that was so you know, tied to my upbringing, to, to, to my ability of being who I am today. And so when my twins, my 13-year-old twins, got to the point where they could finally start lifting weights, you know, I wanted to make sure I guided them properly and taught them how to be able to do things because, well, it's an it's a experience of mine, an expertise of mine that I better not waste, especially if it could help my kids who are athletes. So I, I went on and built... About a $50,000 gym in my house between the equipment, the recovery tools, and saunas, cold plunges, hot tubs, you name it. There's too much stuff in there. Uh, and so with that, I go, you know what? I really want to uh, want to get these people better. And so I want to get them better. But it's also this idea where iron sharpens iron. You know, The more you work towards something, the better you get in the backside. And so I wanted, I wanted them to be able to have this mentality, this idea that they could get better. And so what better way to help iron sharpen iron than bring more iron in there, which is more people. More other their colleagues or their teammates, we'll call it. And so I invited five of their teammates to come train with them. And and while they're there, I wanted to be able to do something I didn't do so much whenever I was actually, you know, younger and had the gym, which was I wanted to expand out beyond just the physical. I wanted to go into their minds. And so we spent a lot of time talking about the mental behind the game, the the reason we're training, the reason we're pushing, the reason this set is hard, why you're dying right now. Cause that's the really the moment that matters is when they're about to quit and we just we push them to keep going through right that's the thing that for me is incredibly important for them and now one thing we do at the very end of each workout when they've pushed they've fought they've battled they're dying i want them to sit there in the pain of it all and we do something called gratitude you know what it is by me just saying that we do a gratitude conversation it's not a long one i go around the room and i say what are you grateful for and what's interesting is all the kids in their, their moments of being tired and beat up, it always goes to some of the simplest surface level things. And they go to, you know, I'm happy for my dog, or I'm happy for school, or for my parents, or for being here. And, and you know, we find that there's probably no more than the same 15 statements that are rattled off every time. 
And the last time we did this, I started noticing that. And I go, I don't think you guys are actually getting the base of what I really want you to dig into. See, we do it every day, so eventually you'll run out of things to say. And when you run out of things to say, we have to go deeper. And the depth is really what the point of it is, right? The depth is the most important piece. The depth is where life changes. The depth is where you get the chance to look in and say, man, I'm really appreciative of that thing. So I, I realize that there's an idea you have to simplify things for people to really get it. The simplification is a powerful point. I love the statement that goes, you know, someone had once sent a letter and he says, I'm sorry this letter is so long. I didn't have time to shorten it. You know, they didn't have time to think through how to bring my ideas down to a more concentrated statement that didn't take so long. And so I say that to go that you know, I wanted them to be able to get this idea, but I had to shorten it. And here's how I shortened the statement of how to get them to go to a depth for gratitude. I simply said, as opposed to telling me grateful from where you're thinking of it, I want you to think of that thing that if you lost it, it would break your heart. What's that thing that if you lost it, It'd break your heart. You'd feel very, very sad. That's the area I needed them to go to. And you could see all of a sudden this, this light switch flip on, the way that these kids kind of, they went inside. Like I'd never seen it till that moment. This was actually just last week. And I finally saw them go, you know what? I'd really be sad if for some reason I didn't have like my grandma. You know, it's, it's, it was very interesting because they started actually going to a place and thinking about the things they'd be sad. And I wasn't talking video games. I mean, really genuinely things that they would be heartbroken. And I saw them for the first time in the two months we've been doing this, be actually grateful. Find a piece of, of their life that they could step into and go, man, I, I really am grateful for that. So I want you to take this, this thought and expand it of, of what gratitude is. Gratitude, yes, is something you're incredibly grateful for, and it can be in a joyous place. But if you find yourself in some area, not understanding how to find that whole area that's, that's deeper and darker, I want you to start thinking about things that, that if you lost them, you'd be sad. It could be a loved one. It could be a career. It could be your favorite restaurant around the corner, right? That actually can be it. It doesn't have to be something crazy you'd cry over. But you got to start thinking of what is the thing that you'd be unhappy if you lost. And here's why. It's not just because you want to be able to say that I love this thing and I'm grateful. I want you to start operating in a way to protect it. And I told these kids the same thing. Then call your grandma, man. Call your mom. Talk to your family. I want you to do things differently than you typically would because that's how you make sure something you're grateful for sticks around for longer. Is you choose to be in a space of sheer gratitude. Because that gratitude is the game changer. So I want you to think about that. Whenever you have this, this moment or these moments in time to think about what you are grateful for, I want you to step into first, what am I afraid of losing? And then if I'm afraid of losing it, what will I do to proactively keep it? And that for me is our post-workout gratitude practice. I don't want you to dream. I want you to do. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Aw Shift Podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, and smash that subscribe. To get a free resource on how to own your shift right now, visit ownyourshift.net. you find a solution to become the greatest. We can't wait to have you on the next episode. Until then, go make shift happen.